Hey there, welcome to Interior Castle. Real conversations on the joys and struggles of imperfection. My name is Irene and I'm joined by my mates Roz and Mimi. We share our stories, laughs and lessons in the hopes of encouraging others to live their faith authentically. So buckle in and come join us on the crazy ride to heaven. Hey, hey guys. (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) Hello. Welcome to another week of Interior Castle. We've had a very special week for the three of us here. Um, And um, we just have this episode and next week's episode and we're we're done for this season. I can't believe it. Crazy. It's going to be weird. What advice? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just want to, you know, wanted to ask how you guys are doing. And we are in the uh, Advent season, so happy Advent, happy guys! Advent. Christmas is just around the corner. Oh um, gosh! So yeah, like, how are you guys doing for Advent? Like, have you guys um, been taking anything special just to kind of prepare yourself for Christmas, especially in twenty twenty? Um, yeah, I'm keen to hear. Yeah, my Advent's going really well, actually. Um, it's funny because, like, I think every year you grasp new understanding about the different liturgical seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely this year, is a, uh, I definitely think every Advent season is different. Um, I think for this, um, this Advent season, I've really taken the time to um, kind of understand what the meaning is around the, the penitential kind of um, meaning towards Advent. Um, and to do this, yeah, and to do this, like I've been actually preparing myself towards um, Christmas using um, or consecrating myself to um, God's merciful love. So I've been doing the 33 Days to Merciful Love mm-hmm. by wow. Father Father Michael Gately. I probably talked about in the last podcast about the 33 Days to Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. He's got like a part two and he's got this really amazing book that he um that he wrote on the 33 days to merciful love and i guess um learning about god's merciful love during this advent season towards this penitential kind of um season as well um has really kind of helped me prepare for the for the coming of our lord so um yeah it's really helped me embrace um yeah mercy trust and hope and particularly hope because that's what Advent is, hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Love it. That's really great, Roz. Really, really good. Mm. Um, I think for me, this Advent season, Father gave a really, like my parish priest um, gave a really smashing homily last week, and he was saying that people often, you know, get so wrapped up in the Christmas rush um, that they actually just neglect mm. the real meaning of Christmas. Um, that being preparing our way mm. for the Lord, like he received nothing, like he was born in the poorest of circumstances, and yet we, sh- instead of you know preparing for all these um, materialistic things um, to do with Christmas, we should be preparing ourselves to receive uh, our Lord. Um, so I think one of the mm. ways that I've been preparing myself has been also reading. I'm with Roz, but I'm reading a different book, um, and it's called the Meditations. Sorry, Meditations for Advent, and it's um, by a priest called Father Jacques Bossu 
Benet Bossu, Bossu. I don't know, he's French. Anyway, it's really hard to pronounce French last names. Um, but yeah, he has a meditation for each day, a short meditation, and he's, all his homilies have been compiled into a book, and I read that each day, so one of his homilies each day. Um, and it's just relevant to um, different parts of basically Advent and in preparation for Advent. So it's really it's really cool working my way through throughout his his homilies. So yeah, that's what I've been doing in terms of preparing myself for Advent and how that's been going. I admit though, it's been quite quite hard. Um, I think trying to get back in the groove of things after a COVID season um, and trying to adjust being back into church. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's been hard in terms of motivating myself to go to Mass. So um, I think, yeah, by by reading and trying to get into the spirit of things and really reminding myself that it's not about the materialistic things, um, that's that's been very helpful. So, yeah, so I do, I do admit it's been a pretty hard season. This is a dip, certainly a different Advent this year. <laughs> yeah, how about you, Mims? I've definitely been trying to take on some extra spiritual readings and at the moment i'm doing a um like meditation upon based upon saint joseph mm. and our lady and their preparation mm. and even about their own love for each other and how that really ties in with the coming of christ so that's been really powerful but i do have to admit i've been not on my a game with that so um it's been a, a bit hard trying trying to restart but you know just being consistent in that daily yeah. prayer is important so yeah. I, I try to, you know, at least summon up a couple of minutes, um, even if I'm really yeah, tired. It's so, so hard, isn't it? Um, it's been a real challenge. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a yeah. real challenge. Today's topic is it's quite a hard one, I must say. Um, and I think I can speak for the, all three of us that we are not experts mm. in this. Um, and I think nope. this is this hits home for me because I, I really had to learn um how to how to grow mm. and um understand what it means to be you know a faithful christian and so today's topic we're going to be talking about forgiveness and what forgiveness really is mm. right um and the thing is the practice of forgiveness is a core teaching of the catholic faith right you can't say that um you're a full-blown catholic if you are not willing to practice forgiveness in your life okay so it's one of the core principles of faith purely because god himself forgave us of our sins mm. that he loved us to the point of death so that we can return back to him right um and i think it's one of those teachings that is the hardest well i know it is probably one of the hardest <laughs> teachings for us to practice as humans Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to break open of the misconceptions of what forgiveness is and the lies that we understand them to be um, and what it truly means to to practice forgiveness and to grow in this area of our life. Because one way or another, we're going to you know run into situations where it's going to be hard to, um, to love someone, right? So mm-hmm. how do we get past that? Um, and so... I just want to throw the question over to you guys is what do you, what were your misconceptions of forgiveness and um, how did you learn to grow out of those misconceptions? I think for me, one of the misconceptions um, 
learning and live, trying to forgive others was that um, that it was wrong to kind of um, continue to feel upset um, once you've forgiven someone because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember going to confession one time and obviously you, you take um, you know you take off the load about your sin about not being able to forgive um, others but then mm. I just had this like continued like emotion attached to it even though yeah. I've said like I've forgiven somebody there's still that mm. attachment of feeling mm-hmm. and um, the priest said to me you know what it's uh, you, you've actually done your part you've actually mm. done what mm. you've done you've done what you've, you can do mm. um, and it's okay to actually have that kind of attached emotion mm-hmm. because mm. obviously it's affected you in some sort of way and um as humans, we are built with emotion, mm-hmm. and emotions mm-hmm. are what drives our feelings and sometimes drives our choices. But because you've already chosen, you know, the the good, obviously the good pathway of being able to bring it to God, um, you've already offered it to God. Now you've just got to let God take its um, toll and take it upon Him. And I guess like that's where um, I wanted to build on the fact that yeah, like having. F- having forgiven someone doesn't like mean that you can't have an emotion attached to it because Mm. obviously there's going to be some sort of emotion to it. And I guess um, as sinners, as we are, we're all sinners. um, Often we have, you know, wrath and anger attached to these um, Mm. things that we can't let go of. Mm. And, you know, us, us sinners, we're always, we're always tending to hug things and we always hang on to that resentment. Mm even though we know it's self-destructive. Um, and I, I don't want to go, you know, we'll dive in further, but I guess it's like, for me that misconception that we, could, we, we can't be upset. Mm. But I guess, um, you know, it's still okay to be upset even though you've done your part. Mm. Um, I guess it's, it's a matter of like just knowing that it's okay to have those feelings even mm. though you've, you've, you've given what you can. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Ross, that's such a good point. Um, Mine's similar to yours, uh, although I think my misconception growing up about forgiveness was that once I forgive someone, I always just think that that's it. It's done. It's never going to continue. And that's that's related to your Mm. point in that, yeah, these emotions continually come up. Forgiveness is relatable to love because forgiveness is an everyday choice, much like love is an everyday choice. Love doesn't Love Mm. always encompasses both the good and the bad and the hard parts Mm. and the good parts. Forgiveness also encompasses the good and the bad. And, you know, some days you're feeling, yeah, I can forgive this person and I'm, you know, ready to forgive. And that's when the emotions come through. And, you know, some days you're not ready to forgive this person. Some days you feel rotten and you feel resentful and you feel Mm. yuck. And it's just like you have this sense of injustice in you. Um, so I think mm. forgiveness is something that's quite a bit of a journey, I think, and it does take time. Like, you know, the age old, you know, saying that time heals all wounds. Like when you're forgiving mm. someone, that wound is going to keep coming up. It's just not something that, you know, when you forgive something, it's done once. So I think that's my misconception in that. Yeah, I always used to think that when I forgave someone, it would be over and done with. But I've realized over the years that, no, like it's quite a process. Um, And like Ross said, you're allowed to, um, 
you're allowed to go through those feelings and let yourself experience them. Don't cut them off or don't um, suppress them because they're all part of a, 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 you know, it's just a part of human expression. But I think when we dwell on those emotions and we let them carry us to, you know, what Ross said, resentment or um, jealousy or annoyance or a hatred, Mm. then that's when it becomes bad. I think, yeah, it's, Mm. we can talk about this later, but you know, in terms of drawing a fine line on where those emotions are and whether or not that's a healthy balance with you dealing with forgiveness. So I think that's my misconception. Um, how about you, Mims? Like what, what's one that you, like what, what's a mm. misconception that you've had about forgiveness? Mm, I think um, for me, um, forgiveness was something that I had to, kind of stare at face to face growing up as a child Mm. um so you guys already know you know like i come from a broken family and you know as a child when your trust is broken so deeply by a parent you know um it is a betrayal that you don't even know the words to describe it Mm. right Mm. um so you know when i was you know my when my dad you know he was um he really betrayed our family it it really hit me like a ton of bricks and it totally shattered and changed my life flipped it upside down um and i used to think that forgiveness meant that i was giving i was given the okay for what happened to me Mm. right that um that i was going to let things fly and be happy clappy again Mm. right and i remember thinking to myself i never want to forgive my dad for what he did to us and that that held on you know that held on to to me for years Mm, okay and i remember thinking i never want to forget this feeling of betrayal um and that was so deep in my heart that it really turned me you know like on the outside i might have been happy but there'll be moments where i was just enraged just thinking about my past Mm. um and so for me i never wanted to forgive my dad just because i didn't want to think that it was okay for what he did to us Mm. um and that's a very um you know that's a very common idea or common thought of what forgiveness is and that's totally wrong because forgiveness isn't about saying what you've done to me is okay you know you're we're still able to acknowledge this is what i've learned right over over time the truth of forgiveness is that you you can still forgive someone and yet say but still what you've done was wrong Mm. yeah for sure Mm. um and i suppose the 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 fine line about someone who's willing to forgive and someone who won't is that when you won't forgive and you're not willing to open your heart to forgiveness you are actually putting yourself in a prison, mm-hmm. right? You're putting up these walls that you're never going to be free. And you're the only person who has the key mm-hmm. to that freedom. But when you put your, you know, when you make the decision, like you said, Irene, about the choice to forgive, um, it makes such a difference because yes, it's, I mean, like, well, well, no, it's not going to make you feel any better now. Mm. And it's going to be a long, long journey. Mm. But it's the start of moving forward. And it's the start of growing. Because mm. when we hold on to that hatred and that bitterness, mm. it actually prevents us from growing. It keeps us locked up into a time period where you're constantly just, um, 
you know, just in a dark place.、Mm. You know, it's horrible. It's a horrible place to be in. And a lot of people just like being there because they don't want to forgive. Yeah. Right?、Um, and so for me, that was many, many years of that dark place.、Um, so, you know, I really, I really want to move on to the true meaning of forgiveness. And, you know, turning to the Gospels, right?、Um, there's a great parable in the book of Matthew about the servant and The master, where the servant goes and begs the master to forgive his debt because、mm-hmm. he owes such a large amount that he will never be able to pay in his lifetime. And so the master, who moves with pity, he forgives the debt, right? And he was like, okay, well, you know what? Don't worry about your debt.、Um, and then what happens to that servant? He goes out and then he, he sees another servant who owes him money, but of a smaller amount.、Um, and that That person asked the servant, you know, please forgive me, you know,、um, please forgive my debt. But yet, that servant was unwilling to forgive that debt. And so, when the master, f- you know, found out the truth, he was, he was angry. He was like, well, you should have been grateful that、mm. I forgave your debt. So, why didn't you do the same for your fellow man? Right. And I think the, the core message of this that I remember really resonated with me is that for us to re- forgive, we must first know what it feels like to be forgiven.、Mm. We must first understand what it is like to be forgiven so that we can forgive others.、Mm. Yeah. I, I would have to agree that you definitely need to experience. The, the humility to kind of confront forgiveness as well、mm. and to be forgiven. I guess it's、mm-hmm. verse, 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 vi- verse. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> verse. <laughs> you can、That's、do it. Speak you English. can do it. <laughs> Say it with me now. <laughs> What is that? Verse, vice versa? Vice versa. Vice versa. <laughs> First, first versa? <laughs> no, vice versa. 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 Vice versa. Vice versa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <God> . <laughs> vice versa. Yeah. I definitely think it's an experience where you definitely need to be experiencing. Being forgiven and forgiving others as well.、Mm. Because I guess that's where you can really experience、um, how it is, how much it takes to be forgiven and how、mm. much it takes to, to forgive、mm. on the other、mm. end. It's definitely an, an experience, a constant experience, because I guess every type of situation will be different. Mm. Um, because there are times where it'll be a small thing where you don't really need to forgive something, to su- su- you don't forgive someone、um, at a fast pace, or you forgive、mm. someone really quickly because it was just a small、mm. thing.、Um, but I guess it's definitely an experience where you really need to know what is actually happening between like, your relationship with, like, you know, with two people.、Mm. Because I guess what I wanted to point out was that. You know, we can, we can forgive.、Uh, there, there can be two people in, in this situation where, you know, something has done, an injustice has been done.、Um, mm. And then each, each, each part will do their part, make their part,、um, but then be reconciled after that. And then there'll be this reestablished of justice.、Mm. But I guess real forgiveness is when you do your part and you don't budge, 
but you bear their burden and you do that extra mile mm. and you do and you do what you should have done it's not about just like going ahead with you know just forgiving and that was it but i guess it's really carrying that burden um for that for the other person instead of you know you know running away f- from the situation but i guess you know continue to do your part and you know like even jesus says like you know how often should you f- forgive your brother and sister mm-hmm. not seven times but you know 70 times 70 ways <laughs> mm-hmm. um because you know forgiveness is bearing the burden of the other mm-hmm. and you know what should we do is when we carry the ju- the injustice then we carry it for them mm-hmm. instead of having to you know allow it to just keep going mm, and i think that's so important that point that you mentioned is because sometimes people wait for the justice to be served oh, yeah. before they yeah. give that forgiveness and the thing is in life you know sometimes the other person is just not going to give the justice mm-hmm. that you deserve mm-hmm. um which means that you might not ever be in a position to wanting to forgive someone yeah. and so forgiveness isn't about them anymore Mm. it's about doing your part so that you Mm. can move on and live a good and happy life and living in that hope that you know in god's love that you can heal despite um whether or not you have been um done right Mm. that justice has been Mm -hmm. served um yeah i just want to bounce off your point yeah definitely um that you know forgiveness doesn't always include closure and i've certainly learned this um, oh. in the last couple of months and even just in the last couple of years mm. that yeah sometimes what was done to you and it might seem unjust in that moment sometimes it won't be I guess in quotations avenged in this lifetime not that God is going to avenge you in terms of what's been done to you but I think one of the mm. priests that I went to for spiritual direction about forgiveness said to me that you know we also have to realize that whatever hurt has been done to you that person's on the other end is probably hurting as well and we don't know what their circumstances mm. are or their decisions are in terms of mm. you know hurting you or doing that um, unjust thing towards you so we don't really know what the condition is of their heart so I think forgiveness helps us to understand the the human condition and that all people are different and you know some people are capable of you know wounding others and that is just a part of life and sometimes it's not intended sometimes it is but you know, everybody is just, I guess, going through that. And it's so difficult to be on the other end. And especially when that hurt's been done to you, it's kind of like, well, it's hard to forgive this person because, you know, they're going through stuff. Mm. But I I guess for me, it kind of helps oh, yeah. me process that, yeah, like this person's probably also going through struggles and we don't know what's they're struggling behind closed doors and that sort of thing. So I, I mm. think for me, um, you know, even though it doesn't, you know, some situations don't grant us closure. Um, just knowing that mm. perhaps the person on the other end is also suffering to some extent and also hurting to some extent. Um, I guess that shared, you know, human experience helps us to, um, you know, break down those walls and helps us to forgive further because we're both just the same, like you and that person who's, you know, mm. you the forgiver and the person who needs forgiving are just in the same. They're both hurting or... Um, something's been something's happened or you know we just don't seem to understand it fully i guess and that's where forgiveness comes in Mm. so yeah that's my point and you know what 
There's also that misconception again of thinking that just because you forgive someone that you have to forget what mm, happened to you, yeah. then justice has been done yeah. to you and that you sweep things under the rug and that you're like, yeah, I'm cool. Like nothing happened. Yeah. No, no way. Mm. You know, like forgiveness does not mean that at all. You know, you are still able to forgive someone and yet still remember what was done to you um, mm. because that injustice is there, mm. right? Um, forgiveness, um, it really is connecting it with back to love love of yourself but love of god and love of the other person as mm -hmm. well um i remember hearing a talk about forgiveness and um the the deacon that was speaking on this he was mentioning that you know in the word forgiveness there is the word give in there and and so when we're looking at it it's like what do we give mm. we're giving love right That's um, great. and i love that you mentioned i think Roz earlier about no i think it was irene about the connection of love and forgiveness right and we're speaking about how you can't forgive unless you receive forgiveness just in the same way we can't love someone unless we receive love first right um and so yeah. for us you know forgiveness is you know when we think about god's love for us that he loves us so much that he forgives us like that love is outpouring <laughs> to the point where our our sins don't matter anymore yeah. right and so we should look into aspiring into that great love where our love is so great that it over o it overrides that hatred and overrides that despair in that you know in that per in the person that we um <clears throat> that we kind of you know hate <laughs> um and so in a way um how you know and of course we're all justified in in our anger in our hurt um and it's a lot easier said than done when we say oh yeah just forgive but um i really want to really narrow down to what other practical ways you think are the best steps into moving into the little steps of forgiveness um because it's so hard <laughs> it's so you can't just say yep i'm mm. gonna forgive and then you know, it's going to magically happen. Um, so what do you guys think of from your experience or from what you've learned are the best ways to really step into that um, time and space of wanting to forgive? I guess that kind of draws upon what you said, Mims and Irene, about love is that, you know, to forgive, we need to receive and give love um, and to and to give love through forgiveness is kind of that initial step, I would think. And to and to do that, for me, if I was going to advise someone, first it's always about praying about it, praying, to, you know, to, to provide you with the words and the, and the, the right time to kind of say something. Um, because I often, time is obviously something that's definitely needed because obviously you don't want to be trying to forgive somebody um, based on anger or based on, you know, high amount of emotion that's probably not going to make it turn in towards uh, a resolution at the end or nothing or, or a conversation that might not be loving. Mm -hmm. But I guess, like, you know, our Lord already uh, provided us, you know, the Lord's Prayer, our, our Father, and we always mm -hmm. pray it, forgive mm -hmm. us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass mm -hmm. against us. And in those words, you know, that's already um, our Lord already teaching us, like, that we pray about it first. Mm -hmm. um, 
and to, and that's how he teaches us um, through prayer, prayer first. God already forgives us consistently without mm. limit. And I guess that's something that we should meditate upon as well, that, you know, the sign of forgiveness of Jesus being on the cross, he forgave us consistently without limit. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, I think that's a really good thought to kind of um, obviously meditate upon first. And I guess the next thing that I wanted to do is, you know, take a concrete step towards, you know, what it is that you've, you know, what's actually hurt you um, and what it is that you want to be healed in that relationship. Mm. And I guess something that you want to put in part is that you don't want to keep budging, you know, go that extra mile that that is really going to provide that love and that extra extra um, decision to forgive. Like that might be in a means of a letter, that might means of a note, that might be a means of an email or a conversation. But I guess that small reaching out in you know the most prudent time might be the way to just open the doors towards taking that extra mile and carrying that burden um, towards forgiveness. And mm. you know, like to because I just wanted to just sorry add on on this on this Bible verse in Sitrach. Um, it says, "Forgive your neighbor's injustice, then when you pray, your own sins will be forgiven." Mm. And that kind of just really resonated with me by you know, like just that slight kind of um, thought about you know, yes, okay, they've done this injustice for to me, but what can I do to stop hugging this resentment and to start carrying their burden? Yeah. And you know what, Rose, I think um something that something that really um spoke to me as you were speaking those words was that I remember there was some time ago, um I remember hearing the words of like, Who do you think you are that your level of judgment and mercy is greater than God's mercy? Mm-hmm. That you deem somebody so unworthy of forgiveness, whereas God has given you his mercy freely Mm. and that's oh man that hit me because that just humbled Mm. me right down Mm. to the ground to think that our (laughs) our um measure of judgment and mercy is greater than god's like who do we think we are right and i just remember just offering every time i find it hard to forgive you know for let's say you know with my father um it was a long journey for sure, but it was the moment of never stopping to want to forgive. And mm. for me, I just, every time I found it so hard, you know, I would feel those emotions. It will still be there, mm. but it's just me praying it in my heart. Okay, Lord, I feel this way. Help me to forgive. Mm. And there is some, that's powerful. That's a powerful prayer that I think, um, I can offer as an advice is just to have that simple prayer of this is how I feel help me to forgive and I really I heard an analogy as well recently actually that forgiveness is like having the maze's wall coming down Mm. right it doesn't it doesn't remove anything but it allows you to see everything as it is and so when we make that step to want to forgive What's happening is that we just allow ourselves to see things as they are so that we know what we're working with so that when we feel those emotions, we understand why we feel those emotions and we see things for the, as they are mm. and that we're able to work through what's really 
hurting us deep down, really rooted in our hearts. Um, but when we don't forgive, those walls come up and we don't see anything. Mm. We can only feel. Mm. It's like we're walking blind. Um, so I thought that was such a beautiful way to explain um, the process of forgiveness, you know? Yeah, girls, that's, oh gosh, I think you both topped it for me. I don't think I can add anything else, but um, yeah, Mims, I really like that analogy in terms of maze walls and bringing them down and being able to have the full, you know, full and complete perspective of what is going on in terms of forgiveness. Um, yeah, I guess I just want to preface that from personal experience, forgiveness is so dang hard. It is... I wouldn't even know the first mm. thing to say Ooh, to someone. Because, like, even I've struggled with it. And even up till now, like, it is just so, so hard. Um, so I, I wouldn't know the first thing to um, say to someone, you know, this is how you practice forgiveness. Because I think <laughs> when you've been hurt, there are s- there's no conventional way to ease that hurt. Um, I guess everybody's different. Mm. Um in terms of me, I think the things that have been helpful for me is like what Roz was mentioning before, really pray for the hurt that you've experienced. I think you mm. really need to just pull that out. And I think for me, one of the things that were very pivotal was just being in front of the Blessed Sacrament and just leaving everything mm. on that altar and saying, God, I'm hurting right now and this sucks and I'm and it sucks that I have to forgive this person because that's what they need like the forgiveness is what they need so i think if you really pray sincerely um god will also then purify your prayer and he'll transform that over time um and take as much time as you need like this is you know when hurt's been done and you need to forgive someone there's no timeline on that it's just in your own time and Mm. how that goes so don't try Mm. and speed things up or you know or Mm. slow things down just like take it at your own time when god's ready for you to you know, break down those walls. Um, and then also I think the last thing for me was, um, like, I, I didn't have a spiritual director before this, like an official one. I only just went to, you know, different priests. But I think having a spiritual director um, or seeking spiritual yeah. direction is so, so helpful because some of these mm. situations that require forgiveness are often very sticky situations, um, you know, whether that's a mm-hmm. friendship breakdown or Mim's example where it's, you know, familial. Um, these are very, um, very tender matters of the heart. And I think when you have someone who knows how to direct you in a spiritual sense but then also is after the goodness of your own heart it's very very helpful Mm. you know they can point you towards closure and with Roz's example perhaps that's writing a letter or sending an email or talking to them in person or perhaps your spiritual director will say you know what sometimes this doesn't require closure Mm. or sometimes it Mm. requires you to make hard decisions like cutting a friendship off so I think you know, obviously forgiveness is a hard thing. Um, but if, you know, those are those, those are my little steps that I've noticed over the years have helped me to slowly edge myself towards mm. forgiveness. So I, I definitely recommend having a spiritual director there to sort of navigate your way through those very tender situations of the heart. So mm. yeah, that's, that's my piece of advice. Yeah. Wow. That's so deep. Um, and I guess, um, if, if you you know you're listening to us and feel like you're in a position where you can you want to forgive someone in your life um 
May I just ask that you pray about going to confession? Mm. Because mm, good one. This, you know, in confession, that's where we receive forgiveness from mm-hmm. the Lord. You know, um, right then mm-hmm. and there, the Lord is truly present in the sacrament of confession. Um, make it a goal to go to confession regularly. You know, a very, you know, personal, deep, contrite heart and head into the confession and receive that mercy and see how, how you, you know, really make notes of how you um, you feel and how you are, you know, during a course of a period of just going to confession regularly. Yeah, for um, sure. And really bring your heart into prayer because I have no doubt that the Lord will do wonders to mm. your heart in the confession, mm-hmm. you know, and to hear that counsel from the Holy Spirit um, through through our priests as well. So that's definitely a challenge that I would offer for those who are struggling to forgive is to head straight to the Lord, mm-hmm. you know. Um, with that being said, um, I think this is a great way for us to um, just sign off and, you know, just to know that w- w- you are now prayers um, and that what are you going through? It's totally valid and cool. <laughs> um, just pray about it. Bring it to the Lord. So thanks so much, guys, for, for jumping on, Irene and Rose. Um, no worries. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next week for our very last episode. Oh, gosh. So until then, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hey guys, it's Mimi. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing with a mate. We also ask that you rate and comment on iTunes so this podcast can be recommended to others who are also on the journey striving for heaven. Catch you next time on Castle Podcast. Podcast.